Hi there and welcome to another workout for you to row along to where I row a session on my machine and you do the exact same one on your machine while watching the video and following me for stroke rate etc and I will keep you company with various chats about technique, motivation and other stuff. Now today's session is a really uh, high-end top one, lots of effort going into it so if you want to do a little bit of light rowing just even before the warm-up then please do just to make sure that you're nice and warm before our main session because what we're going to do is we're going to do 10 one-minute intervals with one minute rest in between. Now remember on week one, session one of the 1K plan, it was only eight of them. And if you remember, that was quite tough. So 10 is gonna be quite tough plus two. <laughs> now, the thing here is that you, I want you to look at the either the average pace from that session or the average pace from week one, session five. And that's what I want you to row today at, okay? So if you don't have, if you didn't row either of them, it's fine. If you have a 1K time, you can use that. Or if you have a 2K time, you can go 2k minus 5 or if you have none of them just try and see how fast you can go across all these 10 intervals but you need to pace it that you can do all 10 intervals okay there's no point flying and dying out on that first one and then not being able to complete complete in the next nine okay this is about metering out your effort but making sure that your effort is still that top tier maximum that you can put in it's a little bit of a balance isn't it to try and get it right that put everything into it but not everything everything because what's the point in that you've got 10 intervals to do okay so that's what we're doing today. 10, one minute's on, then one minute off, and we're done. But we have to do a five minute warm up first. Now, like I said, if this isn't gonna be enough for you, then please make sure and stretch this warm up out to make sure that you are ready, that your body's warm enough to be able to take the force of today's session. It could well be that that first interval is gonna be just, just what you need to top your warm up up, and then the next nine are gonna be fine. And that's kind of okay, okay? Uh, or like I say, just pause the video and stretch it on. But, so a five minute warm up. We always start off by setting up our machine on a concept two, which I'm using today. That means going to the front and setting the drag factor to where you want it to be. Okay, if you don't know about drag factor, I do have a video on this channel. If you know how to set it, but you don't know where to set it, then I recommend around about 130. If you don't know anything about drag factor, just set your lever between four and five because too low isn't a problem, too high is where it starts to get a little bit tough from a technique point of view, which brings me to if you're not on a concept two, I want you to set the resistance if that's what you're working in so that you get a nice feeling from the stroke you get that weight from it but you don't have to heave and grab it and pull against it in order to get the machine moving okay next up if you're able to set the monitor to eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down and finally set those foot straps so that you're able to come into the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position okay if you're set too high that can be a little tough to get to if you're set too low it can be a bit too easy to get to and you go uh, past it and that causes kind of power leaks and it could potentially cause injury to your lower back from hyperextension and stuff but anyway so we're going to start this at run about 20 strokes a minute and i just want for the first minute you to think about just putting enough of a push from the feet that you can think about the power coming into your hands and then we'll gradually increase the pace um, towards the rest of that five minutes okay here we go then sunglasses on because it's quite sunny today that's why i'm outside hey here we go then in three two one let's go so really power wise it's just like you are kind of standing up really just i just want you to put in enough to activate your legs and so that there's enough of a force to come through your body that you need to think about the timing for getting it right to get that power from your feet into the handle because rowing is not just about pulling. Rowing is about pushing with the legs at the front of the machine and then pulling with the arms at the back of the machine. 
And so in order to still get that pace from the legs into your machine, you have to connect properly from your feet to your hands. Right. After this stroke, if you want to just increase a little bit of force from your legs, if you have a 2K training pace, take it to about 2K plus 18. And then, in order to get that power in, I want you to think about straight arms as you come into the front. Your back should be tilted over your hips so that you are leaning forwards into the front of the machine to, well, as you're looking at me right now, it's 11 o'clock on the clock face because you're on the other side of me. But then you want to get that timing so that you push your feet into the machine at the same time your hands connect. Increase the pace by another couple of seconds. Just push a little harder with the legs. And what we'll do is in 45 seconds time, we'll increase pace and rate for 30 seconds. Then we'll back off for 30 seconds. I suppose, ideally, I'd go back to the 10 minute warm-up for this session instead of this 5 minute one, but like I say, you can kind of get away with using the first interval to kind of shock your system into being fully warmed up. Okay, one more stroke, and then just put in, keep your stroke rate the same, but put in a lot of power from your legs. I know I said before we were going to increase stroke rate, but don't want you to get too tired. And we'll do that in 40 seconds. So let's just do three more here. Nice and powerful. That's one. Then ease off the intensity around about 2k plus 18 or 5 out of 10 effort and then in 21 seconds time we'll increase power and stroke rate for 30 seconds okay two more one more here we go so Push harder with the legs to give yourself a faster drive speed, but complement that with a faster recovery too. Put the handle away, push. Three, two, one. And then just paddle home. Like I say, if you don't feel your body is 
warmed up from a injury prevention point of view well enough after that five minute warm up then keep on doing some light rowing just to make sure you're nice and warm but I'm done on the warm up oh. uh, or if you want you can just keep moving up and down the rail have a quick drink, maybe do some light rowing while I quickly recap what today's session is and then we start into it Okay then, so just as a quick recap, we are going to do 10 one minute intervals with one minute rest in between. And these one minute intervals you're going to do at your 1k stroke rate in pace or the average of week one session one or the average of week one session five, depending on what one is faster out of those three. Okay, now if you don't have a reference pace, like I said, it's just about getting the stroke rate up and going as fast as you can manage that you know you can complete across the 10 intervals, but it's about hitting that top intensity. Okay, this isn't about just pacing and going look I did those 10 one minutes really easy hey that was great it's a top tier workout okay this is your intense workout before a nice easier one tomorrow or in session two so I want you to go fast I want you to go hard I want this to be one where you are kind of hanging on because it's, it's so intense okay this is where your pace gets built from okay especially for the 1k if that's what you're training for all right so let's get into our first interval because I'll be probably around about 32, 34 strokes a minute if you're wanting to follow me for stroke rate, but just row how you need to row for your 1K, for your kind of training, all right? Here we go then. Our first interval in three, two, one, go. Now remember that power comes from your legs. So push with your legs. And that's getting the power into the machine, but it's also helping to give you a faster drive speed. And that will help to keep your stroke rate up. Right. 15 seconds, 10, keep it going, almost there, two more, just, okay, so last time round my overall average was 141.7. So I just did that first interval and I was average of 141. This is quite good, but it's only interval one. Have a drink. Now, if you want to do some light rowing with 15 seconds to go, in order to protect your back and start on a moving flywheel, please do. Uh, 10 seconds to go. Same thing again. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Remember, you want your 
stroke rate nice and high so you can keep the flywheel moving and make use of that power you're putting in so powerful drive is complemented by a slightly quicker return than you may be used to 15 seconds almost there six four two so at lower rates you can feel like your recovery is quite luxurious but at these higher rates your recovery has to be sharp have a drink you still want to be fluid you're not jerking all over the place but still fast 15 seconds to go if you want to start that light rolling okay five four three two one go you also want to minimize wasted time because I have a bad habit of pausing at the front when I sprint so I'm trying to concentrate on a quick turnaround that power coming in from your legs 10 seconds 5 last stroke just consistency is key here especially if you find like 40 seconds in your muscles go hello have a drink might not seem like this is the kind of workout where you need to stay hydrated but trust me it is 15 seconds to go if you want to start light rowing 10 5 4 3 2 1 go remember that power 
is still being generated first and foremost from your legs. Pull at the back of the stroke, not the front. You should be hanging off the handle as your legs push the machine away from you. Arms nice and straight until the back. Two more. One more. Four done. How you getting on? My breathing is getting a lot harder to catch. Have a drink. Four down. One more and we'll be at that Bon Jovi point. 15 seconds to go. Start your light rowing to protect your back, if you wish. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. Get those feet pushing into the machine. Heels are down as you drive. That's how you get the power from your legs maximally. You don't want to push off your toes. You wouldn't deadlift off your toes. So get those heels down. Three, two, one. Ah. It's Bon Jovi time. My heart rate is up 172, which is not far off my max. Zone is saying 90% of max. Have a drink. So we're halfway there. It's all downhill from here. 15 seconds to go. 10. Here we go, interval six in five, four, three, two, one. Go. 
and try to keep your pace up. Try to maintain the average you've already set for yourself. The first week of training can be a bit of a shock if you haven't done 1k training for a while but hopefully having got through it this is at least less shocking three two one Excuse me. It does seem to be a bit of a disparity between my watch and monitor today. About 10 BPM higher from my watch and for my chest strap. 15 seconds. 10. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Go. Got four left. This can sometimes feel like the wilderness or feels like you've got ages still to go but you don't remember how quickly you got to interval four well you've got less than that to go now keep that power up. Keep your stroke rate up. Four, three, two, one. Three to go. most talkative today. Drink. I've almost finished a 750ml bottle just in this main session. Okay. 15. If you want to do light rowing, three more. We're almost there. Five, four, three, two, one. Push. 
and do mentally think about pushing the machine away from you rather than pulling the handle or pushing yourself back if you think about pushing the machine with your feet you will get the connection sensation closer to how it should feel 10 seconds 4 3 2 1 Ooh. Two more. So this ninth one can often be the toughest. Second last. Here we go, drink. And then Tenth one just flies by because it's the last one. Okay, fifteen, ten, five, four, three, two, one, go. So pushing with your feet hanging off the handle with fingers hooked over it not a death grip and forward tilt is the prime angles to get power in but also remember a good Posture, front and back. Ten seconds. Four, three, two, one. Ah, oh, finally hit three hundred. Bang on. 140 pace. Hoots. So give it all. Give it some loudy, as we say in Scotland, for this last interval. Try to fit in a sprint if you can, maybe with 15 to go, which is now before we start. <clears throat> you get what I meant there. I didn't want you to start sprinting. <laughs> Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Come on. 
keep your stroke rate the same, but push more from the legs. You'll be surprised how much you can give just by increasing power. 30 seconds. The 15 increase rate and power. Come on, sprint home. Three, two, one. So I averaged one forty point two and I was down at one thirty five by the end. Let's see what session five average was one forty one point three, so that's a second faster average, as was week one, session one. So I did week one, session one, an average of 141.3. Hang on. And that's my date, I'll just check. Make sure. Oh, come on. Yeah, 140.2, so that's 1.1 seconds faster for two more intervals. And you can't underestimate the toll it takes to row those extra two intervals at the end of that. So I was one second, 1.1 second faster, and that's including the average across an extra two minutes. So whether it's fitness, power, or experience, that was a much better row than both week one, session one, and week one, session five. Something has improved, okay? And trust me, I'm not, I'm not slow rolling, rolling in these rows, I'm giving it everything. So over the course of the last week, something has improved. And I think it is power, fitness, and experience has done it. It's all three of those things that have led me to be able to have the confidence and the power and the fitness to be able to go faster on that one. And that's why you do sessions like this, okay? Okay, we're gonna do a three minute cool down. We're gonna start off one minute like rowing and then we're gonna do the single leg rowing. You don't have to do that stuff. You can just continue to cool down. Okay, here we go in three, two, one. Just do this at the same pace that you started the warm up at. So you're really just thinking about connecting your feet to your arms so that your body is working but you're not adding effort to where you've already been because you should have finished today's session quite ragged 
again, my recovery today was not as bad as it was the last time for session one, when I was really hanging off the machine because it was the first fast row I'd done in a while. But because I've now got three fast rows in my legs, I was much more used to it today. Okay, let's take one foot out of the straps, put it on the ground, continue to row with one foot still strapped in. Try not to change anything greatly with your technique here. This should open up your hips. Should also work as a stopper so you can't go too far forwards as long as you keep that other foot planted on the ground. Let's swap feet. Continue rowing. And I'm not going to tell you how to get out the straps today. Mostly because I had a comment on one of the videos going accusing me of mansplaining <laughs> because I said if I had to get out the straps it's fair enough if you're used to rowing that's not new information you're like really but if you're not used to rowing it's not new information okay both feet in legs straight row with your back and arms so swing over your hips pull in your arms out with your arms then swing forwards with your hips again yeah, so I try and aim my videos so that anybody can benefit from them. And so if you've never thought about foot stretcher height or how to loosen straps in, in a hurry, maybe it helps. I roll to the front, tighten your straps on the way if you need to. Arms straight, forward lean, push out with your legs. Don't worry about power here. All I want you to do is connect your legs to the handle and hold straight arms and a forward lean. I mean, I'm at 2K plus a minute and a quarter right now, because I'm just trying to get that feeling here of holding the position as I push with my legs. One more here. Okay, all done. So, stretching's next. If you don't have time to stretch, please at least stretch your quads and hamstrings. Don't do it in the shower, I don't want you to slip and fall, but make sure and do it as quick as you can. I don't want you to seize up. Or you can join Stretchy John. He will take you through some guided stretching, or I will try and quickly go through how to stretch or how I stretch if I was just to stay on the machine. Okay, so hamstrings first. Strap still loose, so my, I can get a nice right angle between my feet and my legs. Hands in the air, fold forwards. And then depending on the angle of your ankles to your legs, how much of a knee bends you have or don't have, even how far you're perched off the edge of the seat, whether you're bracing against the straps of your toes or whether you're pointing your toes forwards, all this stuff will, will change where that stretch through your hamstrings goes when you're sitting on the machine like this, okay? Or even how much you put your chest down towards your legs, that obviously stretches it as well. To be honest, that is one that's best done on the ground rather than the machine to be fair, but right. Let's do our glutes next, one leg up on the rail, other one comes over the top. Pull your knee across your body, hold on to the back of the machine to anchor yourself in place, and then rotate. And how much you rotate and brace against this foot that's against your knee, will then, and how much you're pulling your, your knee across, will then control how much of a stretch that you're getting into that glute. 
sort of legs, sort of leg knee across and rotate. And so the back hand is not only an anchor to kind of rotate into, it also stops you falling off the machine, <laughs> which is quite important to be fair. Uh, right, so that one done. Let's do quads next. So stand up. You can hold on to the monitor if you need to. Apologies if my head has just popped out the top of the screen. But I don't frame it for me stand, standing up. Uh, I'm still trying to think, hang on, I'm trying to think how, how to do hip flexors without being on the ground. I might try something in a second, it might not work. So follow stretchy, grumpy John for hip flexors if it doesn't. Whoops. Whoa. Whoa. I'm just thinking if you kneel on the rail, but I don't know if that's going to hurt or not. Try it. Okay, now let's try this. So if I put one foot over the rail and then I kneel on it, no, that just hurts. <laughs> so that doesn't work. Still trying to work out how to do, I'm going to skip hip flexors actually. So follow stretchy John for doing that. The reason I'm saying that is because I've just fertilized the lawn. <laughs> and so I don't really want to put my knees into what's effectively cow poo. So next up, um, we do hip flexors, okay? Don't skip them just because I did. We'll do our shoulders. So hand out in front of you, bring it across, and then use your other arm to pull it across. And again, how much you rotate against that, um, how much you pull your arm towards you and you fight. Because if you push that arm backwards as you pull up and forwards, you activate your shoulder a bit more. Maybe more activating than stretching. It's on the downside. Swap the other side. Because again, I'll say this most times, but your shoulder shouldn't take that big a beating when you're rowing. You should be hanging off the handle rather than shrugging up your shoulders. So if you end up with really short shoulders sh 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 <laughs> at the end of your row, then maybe take a look at your, your technique. The easiest thing to do is as you come forwards, think about rotating your elbows outwards very slightly, not as much as I'm showing you. But if you come forwards and rotate, it sinks everything down, your shoulders come down and your lats get engaged. So if you have a problem with not getting your lats engaged, the simplest thing to do is as you come forwards, slight, not just that much of a rotation of your elbows. And that's enough to just kind of lock in your lats. Triceps, oh, put that elbow up in the air, hand touches the spine and then your other hand kind of pushes it backwards and that should give you a nice stretch into your triceps. Again, triceps shouldn't really take much of a kicking when you're rowing. So if you end up with sore triceps, chances are it's because as you come, I'm swapping arms, as you come forwards into the machine, you're probably really tense. You're like, you're rigid, you're really kind of, all your muscles are just like, ah, as you, as you come forwards. And you don't want to be that. You want to be a nice, relaxed zombie. Everything should be, someone should be able to grab your arm and kind of shake it. Okay. And then as you take the stroke, you brace against it, but you're still not rigid. Okay. Uh, forearms. So pray, push your hands together, come down. And as you hit that point when your wrists are then, at, or your fingers are then at right angles to your, um, forearms you should feel that your lower forearm gets a really nice stretch and if you push hard enough with your fingers as well you should get a nice little kind of activation stretch from them too and then finally let's oop. 
uh, almost fell off there for podcast listeners. Finally, let's do biceps. So pretend you're a ski jumper. Swish. Oh, it's cold up here. But then rotate your thumbs outwards. And that rotation of your thumbs then stretches that long head of your bicep. And it should give you enough of a stretch. Uh, yeah, I think so. But again, your bicep, well, I suppose your biceps do get used right at the back of the stroke as you pull in that kind of action there kind of does hip biceps and a little bit of everything so that's why we stretch quite a lot of the upper body even though i'm kind of saying it's only at the back you just want to stretch so there we go that's our stretching done hopefully um grumpy john will be or stretchy john sorry <laughs> he'll be done pretty soon i assume he'll probably be a little bit longer because i skipped out hip flexors i still have to work out i have to work out how to do them properly so i will trust me how to do them where you don't have to do it on the floor after grace asked um so yeah, so there we go. So that was week one session, sorry, week two, session one of uh, the 1K plan, which for me showed improvement on week one. And that's really all I care about is that I am faster today than I was yesterday. And if that's how you look at it as well, that's what's important. I mean, I, I listen, I look at the fact that right now my 1K time is probably likely to be about, I don't know, I think maybe about 3.25 would be my guess if I was to do 1K right now, which I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, which when I look back at what I was doing, like a 304, 1K, I'm like, oh, would I be back there again? And if I trained hard enough, I probably would be, but I'd be patient about it and get there rather than expecting tomorrow to be able to roll that fast again, okay? So that's whether you're comparing yourself to how fast you once were or whether you're comparing yourself to how fast your friend is, if you train hard enough, you can catch up with these people, but just don't be in a rush, okay? Take it, take it one second at a time. So I knocked one second off my average there, and that's, I'm over the moon because I did that and for a longer row. So look at these small wins as big wins, okay? Because they are, and that's how you get faster, right? So there we go. We, I will see you in week two, session two, if you are doing the 1K plan along with me. Um, otherwise, I'll see you in another of my videos. Um, what should we do for a hashtag? Um, Say fertilizer, fertilizer. That seems a bit strange. What else did we really talk about today? Um, small wins or big wins. Either way, you pick one. Whether you want it to be small wins or big wins. Leave me that as a hashtag. And uh, I'll know you made it this far through the video. Yeah, and that's really all it comes down to. I'm just selfish and I want to know that you watch it to the end. So I will see you in one of my other videos. Uh, until then, take care, be well. Bye-bye.